At the Commonwealth Policy Foundation, we try to approach the issues of life, marriage, religious liberty, and fiscal integrity from a biblical perspective that promotes thoughtfulness and kindness. We work with political leaders and concerned citizens from all across the state. To stay informed, visit CommonwealthMatters.org and sign up for our e-newsletter. The Commonwealth Policy Foundation is a nonprofit organization that only exists because of friends like you. Thanks for tuning in to the Commonwealth Matters. Welcome to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson, your host. And on this edition, we're going to talk about uh, Governor-elect Andy Beshear. He promises to bring legalized casino gambling into Kentucky to fix the state pension system. He estimates about a half billion dollars a year in tax revenue, but is expanded gambling wise policy for all of Kentucky? And with me on the program is uh, Ron Hicks, uh, pastor of Henderson Memorial Baptist Church. And uh, Ron, it's good to have you on the program. Thank again. you. We're located in Hopkinsville. Usually when people hear Henderson Memorial, they think of Henderson, Kentucky, yeah. uh, but we're located in Hopkinsville. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hey, it's always good to have you. And uh, Ron, as a pastor, I know you are confronted with a lot of big mm-hmm. questions, and not just with questions in theory, but you see people who succumb to addiction. Mm-hmm. You see people who are at the end of their rope or who are going through whatever struggle they are. But the issue of gambling, I, I've, I've heard some of the stories that you've shared mm-hmm. uh, interacting with people who uh, have been um, victimized or traumatized by a loved one who has a gambling yes. addiction. And Ron, I want to start out with this. Do you think that um, people like Andy Bashir, governor-elect Andy Bashir, has really considered the human toll that casinos uh, or expanded gambling has on people? Um, yes. You do? Um, I do. Okay. And I don't think he cares. Mm. I mean, I, I don't I don't mean that flippant. I, I think, it, when I say he doesn't care, I, I think um, I think sometimes businessmen and businesswomen uh, have uh, you know the whole lot return on investment sort of a thing. Uh, there's a they do a cost analysis. They do uh, you know the the pros and cons sheets and all the rest of that. They realize how much it's going to cost. They factor in already the the um, you know the increased crime rate. The the you know having to put in hotlines for gambling addiction and all the rest of that. They factor all those things in there. And then they they they'll say okay the the financial reward in their opinion far outweighs the the personal uh, toll. You know one of the things I find interesting, and I don't like to um, I don't like to assume motives or to get into motives or what mm-hmm. other people are thinking. I'm not saying you're doing that, but I, it is worth asking whether or not somebody's fully considered that because mm-hmm. Andy Bashir would consider himself a liberal Democrat. I hear him talk about um, the least of these. I hear him talk about, um, you know, the, the, the working poor. I hear him talk about treating people well. And I think there's a lot of worthy things that should be applauded with that. Mm-hmm. We should care about the least of these. We should mm-hmm. make sure that people are treated justly. However, when it comes to this issue of gambling expansion, I don't think that everything is fully considered here. And I find there to be a contradiction there. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, in continuity between, yes, I care about the poor and I want people to make a living wage and mm-hmm. I want, I don't want people to take advantage of it. And then on the other hand, you're going to say, yeah, and we want to have a casino come in. His it, dad, there's a contradiction there. His dad, when they were talking about expanding gambling actually said, and I, I I'm not going to quote him, but, but the gist of what he was saying, 
um, he was we we're losing six hundred million dollars a year yeah. to states that are surrounding us. Yeah. We're we're losing that um, to these other states. What he was actually saying is our residents are going to these other states and yeah. they're losing the money. Yeah, that's right. And he said this. He said if they're going to lose that money, why don't we keep that money here at home? So basically what he was saying is if they're going to lose this money, if they're going to be irresponsible with their money and they're going to gamble it away, why don't we set up a place where we can take the money here? <laughs> my, my thinking is, how about if we were as adamant as saying, let's do whatever we can to make sure that people don't lose $600 million a year. Yeah. Um, instead, he says, if they're going to lose it, let's be the ones that take it. In my yeah. mind, I instantly thought about the bully who takes lunch money oh, yeah. and the principal saying, well, if they're going to lose their lunch money anyway, how about if we just have our gym teacher take it instead? <laughs> and well, that way we'll keep the money. And, you well, know, I mean, I, or, I really thought that. Or yeah. at least they're spending it in our cafeteria, yeah, exactly. right? Because that's, what, yeah. that's a better analogy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, uh. and I realize there are some good, good people that, that, uh, that, and, and they've, I've had conversations with these folks and they're like, we don't have any other, we don't know any other way that we can have, uh, you know, the economic opportunities that gambling is going to bring about and all the rest of that. So I'm not saying that everybody that's involved in this hasn't counted the cost, but I think ultimately they they either the the cost, the personal cost, the toil to the families and all has been downplayed, or in their minds they just say, okay, it 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 out the economic boon outweighs that. Listen to uh, the national group called Stop Predatory Gambling. They say that Americans are projected to lose over a trillion dollars over the next eight years. And many of these people are low-income earners, and they're losing their money to the state. It's state-sanctioned gambling that's luring these people in, Mm -hmm. these low-income earners that are really looking for a way out of their poverty, a way to bring in more resources. And yet the reality is is that they're losing their money. And, uh, Ron, we know that people are going to gamble uh, regardless of whether the state legalizes mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. you get a couple guys together with a deck of cards and some sure. extra money, they're going to gamble. But oh, yeah. what we're talking about is state-sanctioned gambling, where mm-hmm. the state's approving it, they're giving out a certain number of licenses, sure. and they're getting a cut off the top. They're getting mm-hmm. some kind of tax revenue. Mm-hmm. And in this case, some people are saying a half billion dollars, that's $500 million. A lot of people think that projection is really high, though, that they were looking at other states, Ohio and Illinois, and the projections that they made there of how much tax revenue would come in are not materializing. They So it's questionable whether or not we would see this money come into well, Kentucky coffers. However, you make, a, you make a good point that this is people losing money. Yeah, it's, they're losing money. And we all know, I mean, it's indisputable the people who lose money gambling are the people, um, overwhelmingly, who can least afford it. Yeah. I mean, we, we know that with the lottery. All these promises that were made about the lottery, how it was going to completely revolutionize and change our education system and catapult it <laughs> mm-hmm. in the 21st century and all. Uh, guess what? We haven't moved one single notch up the chain of uh, in, 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 in uh, education. Uh, now, individual schools are, are performing better. But we are still in the state of Kentucky ranks in the lowest of all the states in education, despite all the promises that were going to that, that were made with the lottery coming in. I find it fascinating that uh, you have the teachers, uh, retired teachers, and current teachers are some of the biggest cheerleaders for expanded gambling. In fact, this last election season, we saw two proposals 
as a solution to the state pension system. Number one, legalize gambling. Number two, legalizing medical marijuana, mm-hmm. taxing it, and then dedicating that to the mm-hmm. state pension system. But it's the teachers that are, not all teachers, but many. It's a teacher's saying, union. Right. It's the mm-hmm. KEA mm-hmm. is correct. Mm-hmm. Right. The Kentucky Education Association saying that this is the way to do, you know, to fix the pension system. And Ron, I've always seen teachers as role models, teachers promoting virtue, teachers warning kids to stay away from uh, bad ideas. And here, in this case, you're seeing teachers uh, essentially endorsing vice in order to fund their pension system. And this is, I find that to be ironic. Again, yeah, not is, all the it? teachers are doing right. it, but the mm-hmm. organization, the KEA, mm-hmm. is is doing that. And isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, this is the this is the epitome of uh, of legislative morality. When people say you cannot legislate morality, of course you can. If we were to say. Well, let's legalize prostitution. Let's tax that and use that money. And let's legalize um, uh, dog fighting. And let's and people say, "Oh, no, 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 no." Okay, so you you have arbitrarily drawn the line at recreational marijuana. Yeah. You've arbitrarily drawn the line at, at, at gambling. So your morality says we can go this far and no farther. Yeah. <laughs> you know, isn't it funny? No, that's good. And hey, we're going to have to take a quick break, but I want to press on that a little further when we come back. And I want to talk about moralizing. Mm-hmm. Are you moralizing, or are the KEA and other okay. groups moralizing. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about okay. legislating yeah. morality okay. and the moral aspect of this. So stay tuned and we'll be back in just a minute. Okay. At the Commonwealth Policy Foundation, we try to approach the issues of life, marriage, religious liberty, and fiscal integrity from a biblical perspective that promotes thoughtfulness and kindness. We work with political leaders and concerned citizens from all across the state. To stay informed, visit CommonwealthMatters.org and sign up for our e-newsletter. The Commonwealth Policy Foundation is a nonprofit organization that only exists because of friends like you. Thanks for tuning in to The Commonwealth Matters. Welcome back to the Commonwealth Matters, and we are talking about gambling expansion. Uh, Kentucky Governor-elect Andy Beshear is proposing to legalize casino gambling in order to receive tax revenue to fund the state pension system. And uh, Ron, I want to talk about you and I and our perspective. Mm -hmm. We don't think this is good public policy for a number of reasons. But, uh, you know, one of the things that we're going to be accused of is moralizing. Well, you're a couple of moral crusaders behind the microphone right. trying to impose their morality mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm, rest of society. Mm-hmm, How mm-hmm. do you respond to that? Well, I think right before the break, uh, my response was, was what I said there. Every single law is somebody's morality. Yeah. And so what, what le- legislators are saying is we're not, you know, we're not saying let's legalize, um, let's legalize heroin. We're not saying let's legalize prostitution, all we want to do is legalize gambling, something that's already being done. Mm-hmm. Well, prostitution and heroin are, are being done, you know. And so what, what, what they're saying is, is we want to be able to set the line of how far we can go. Yeah. We, want, we say that this, this is an acceptable 
um, a length to be able to go any further than this would be would be immoral. So so the, what they're saying is our morality dictates that this is okay. Yeah. And and then they take horrible offense when we say, well, no, our morality dictates that we should stop before that. Well, who are you to tell us? Well, who yeah. are you to set where the yeah. line? You know, I mean, the the argument is the same. Yeah. They're setting the line on the other side of gambling. We're setting the line before gambling. Yeah. Your morality says it's okay. Mine says it is not. And, and, you know, so, so the whole idea of you can't legislate morality is about the most ridiculous statement so, I believe I've ever heard. Yeah, and, and really this is, there is a moral component to this discussion. It's mm-hmm. not the only one because there's the economic part of it. There's the criminal aspect related to mm-hmm. gambling, mm-hmm. open gambling. Uh, but there is this moral part that we're talking about now. And it really is a moral tug of war. You know, what mm-hmm. is the moral boundary? What is the line that we don't want to cross as right. a society? And for most of our history, we've said gambling is not a good thing. It leads to envy. It leads to jealousy. It leads to criminal activity. Uh, but, you know, the end result for a lot of people who do gamble is it leads to them having their wealth drained from them. Mm-hmm. And when people lose their paycheck and when that breadwinner doesn't have money to put food on the table or to pay the monthly mortgage, or maybe he's lost the mortgage, maybe he's lost his home, then that puts an entire family out on the street, so to speak. Uh, and there is this moral dynamic to it. Now, even though the statistics tell us that only about 1% to 7% of the population will have a problem with gambling. The rest uh, can can use it as entertainment and they don't have a, an issue with it. Mm-hmm. But that 1% to 7% will either become a problem gambler or a compulsive gambler. Mm-hmm. And that's when it becomes a problem for all of us, mm-hmm. when somebody's lost everything. Yes. Yeah. And I, again, I think it's, I, I think it's, I don't know, I, I don't understand I really don't. I don't understand some of the arguments that that are given um, in in favor of the. Um, I, I I just. Well, do you want me to lay them out? I'll yeah, lay yeah, them yeah, out. Yeah, Number yeah, one, yeah. Right. Uh, people are doing it. We already addressed that. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's tax revenue. That's kind of like low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, people enjoy it. People see it as entertainment. It's they're having a good time. That's the one I don't understand. That's the one I have the hardest time with when when, when people say, "Well, you're talking about." consenting adults. You're talking about people who are old enough to make decisions for their very own. So who are you to say uh, that they can or cannot do something? I, that's, the, that's the one I have the biggest problem with, where, where people who are for it say, you know, who, you're the moral police coming running in saying yeah. you can and cannot do anything. Well, I, wait a minute. You're the moral police saying it's acceptable to do this. Yeah. I mean, you've drawn the line. Yeah. You're, you're not bringing in prostitution because you're saying as the moral police, we say that's too far to go. So we're going to have gambling, but we're not going to have this. So, so again, the, the the moral police, just because people are doing it, I mean, that's the same mentality of let's legalize heroin and all the rest of that. And yeah. people say, well, that's not even the same. Sure it is. Look, You're taking an addiction. You're taking something that has the risk of being a, a, an addictive thing to, to bring, to, to tear down families, to be able to bring disharmony and all. And here in Hopkinsville, they're putting it right out in front of a military installation. They're not taking it and putting it in the affluent part of town. They're not taking it and putting it in the middle of the business district. They're putting it right smack in front 
of a military installation where you have young soldiers, uh, young families who, for the very first time, many of them have discretionary funds. Right. Um, some of these soldiers come back having saved a year's worth of the salary, serving their country downrange. Um, you know, in, um, in, in a hostile situation, they got all this money, and yeah. and here's this lure of fancy lights yeah. and wealth and all the rest of that sort of thing. It was very strategic. Yeah, and you and I saw that happen earlier this year in, in mm-hmm. West Kentucky in the tiny community mm-hmm. of Oak Grove. Uh, this mm-hmm. casino, under the guise of instant racing, mm-hmm. uh, has uh, come in, and uh, it's going to be opening soon. Uh, Ron, I think what we're, get, we're we're talking about is what makes for the good society. So there's this moral line that keeps shifting. Uh, some see casino gambling as a good thing mm-hmm. where there's entertainment, it's tax revenue. Mm-hmm. And some, like you and I, see this as a unhealthy thing for society it's there's too much downside to it uh it it brings out the worst in all of this uh can i share can i can i just a moment of confession i realize i'm i don't know this is going out on radio stations all across kentucky so i'm gonna be completely transparent (laughs) i I used to work um in um in in, uh, television and uh, as a part of that job every year i'd go out to las vegas to the national association of broadcasters convention yeah um i was pastoring part-time yeah. A bivocational pastor, and uh, I I saw you know the putting a dollar in a slot machine as like renting a movie or something. It was no big deal at all, and so I would actually go around and say to folks, "Hey, write your name on a dollar bill," and when I get out there. Uh, I'll take that dollar bill, get a coin, drop it in, and I, yeah. I promise you, you know, I'm a trustworthy guy. If you win, I'll bring you those winnings back. Yeah. Um, thinking that there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And 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 on the surface, there was not, I mean, one dollar, uh, I wouldn't take any more than a dollar from anybody, yeah. not five, not 20, whatever, until the guy who um, owned the TV station uh, came to me and said, Ron, you got to be the coolest preacher I've ever met. And I said, how's that? And he said, well, every other preacher that I know is down on gambling. <laughs> And he said, but but not only does it not seem to bother you, but you're collecting money from people at work oh. and gambling on, on their behalf. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I, I said, you know, I have the freedom to do that. You're absolutely right. And I will never, ever do it again. Because wow. if, I have, if I have made you think that every other pastor is somehow less cool yeah. or less hip or less understanding of the culture today— um, then I, I became a stumbling block to that guy. Yeah. I also uh, d- harmed the the uh, the integrity of all the rest of these these yeah. pastors who were trying to say. I mean, yeah. he was seeing me as the only one who fully understood, and so I, I, I there was nothing glorifying to God yeah. about that. And and I think that what I'm hearing from you, you probably didn't think through carefully what was going on. I you didn't. saw the entertainment aspect, Absolutely. maybe the excitement that I might win a big Absolutely. jackpot. And everybody just, waiting for me to come back to see if they'd won anything. And You've also shared some other stories of what you've seen from those addicted to gambling, and we need to take a break, but I want when we okay. come back, sure. I want you to tell us another story okay. from what you saw when you were in Las Vegas. Sure. Mm-hmm. So stick with us, and we'll be back in just a minute. Service Foundation serves to meet the deepest spiritual and social needs of people. We feed and clothe those who are in need, ministering to the sick and the imprisoned, preaching the gospel to the poor, and offering healing and hope to the brokenhearted. Agape has ministered in Kentucky jails and prisons for over 45 years. We have established ministries in Haiti, Bangladesh, and the Dominican Republic. We conduct evangelism training and rescue women and children from life on the street. 
Agape Service Foundation supplies chaplains for law enforcement, fire, emergency service, and first responders. And we assist individuals in getting admitted into rehab facilities, working hand-in-hand with the court system. To learn more or how you can help us, visit agapesvf.com. That's agapesvf.com. Welcome back to the Commonwealth Matters. And just before the break, we were talking about uh, Ron Hicks' experience in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, where he was a bivocational pastor and actually came about being convicted of, mm-hmm. of him taking dollar bills from coworkers at the TV station he was working at and then gambling on their behalf. and Just dropping their slot machine, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and just you saw it yeah. kind of as an entertainment yeah, aspect it was, it, and a fun I, thing. I, yeah, but I thought it was no big deal, but to, I certainly was causing people to stumble over it. So yeah. tell us, and I know you've been to Las Vegas a number many, of times, tell us another times. story that I, you've shared with me a couple times one, of what yeah. you've seen. One time I was waiting at an elevator. Uh, it was going to meet a, a group to be able to go out uh, to, to, to one of the shows that were there. Uh, again, uh, we were there for the National Association of Broadcasters Convention, um, and at the time, I looked a little different than I do now. I was I was in I was in good shape. I was pr- pretty pretty muscular back then. had a had a long ponytail too, and so I was standing with a black suit on, and and I, I truthfully I looked like a pit boss or something, and uh, um, uh, had on dark sunglasses. And, and uh, but anyway, a, a lady uh, came over to me, um, and she, she was she was crying, and uh, and she said, "Can you get him to stop?" Um, and uh, um, I, 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 I may be combining a few stories, but but the fact of the matter is, she was weeping, and she's like, "Can can he's can you get him to stop?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I, I know I'm gonna hit now. I know I'm gonna hit now." Long story short, he had taken his entire paycheck, cashed it, yeah. um, and had in one day blown his entire month's paycheck. Wow. And and he said, I, "I know it's gonna hit now. I know it's gonna hit now." And she's crying, saying. Uh, can, can you can you do something? Can you get him away from the machine? Because the last few uh, coins that he had in his hand were the last of their of their, and and you could tell that this is something that that uh, that she had to go through uh, many many times. Yeah. My heart broke for her, and, and I realized there was nothing I could do. Literally, you would have had to wrestle that guy down. And I'm thinking to myself, if I did and tried to drag him out of there, there would be people that would wrestle me down. Yeah, and to to allow him the right to lose his last few quarters. In their casino. Ron, what you've described as a compulsive gambler mm-hmm. is where when they're in a casino or in a gambling type situation where they have no control, right. it's almost like a, a reaction or a, mm-hmm. a instinct. They just, mm-hmm. their wallet opens well, the up. Well, endorphins go. Bet. I mean, it's, it's the it, runners know, you know, at the 20th mile, your endorphins are going. You keep running to be able to get that. That's a natural yeah. sort of a, sort of a, a high sort of thing. Now, so the energy, the excitement, the adrenaline and. So a few minutes ago, we were talking about the good society. We were talking about moral lines and what contributes to the good society. And I would say that any business, any venture that would suck somebody's last pennies out of their pocket, and then when they're drained out to say, you're not welcome here, you need to go somewhere else, that's not conducive to civil society. It's not good to adjust society. It doesn't lead to the common good. And that's why you and I are opposed to casino right. gambling expansion. I actually told that story one time, and a person, I'm sorry to interrupt, but a person said, well, how many people were in that casino? And I said, well, probably thousands. Well, and how many did you see actually go through that? And I said, well, that night, just that one. I said, but almost every time I, I saw somebody, and they said, okay, but out of those thousands, it was just one. 
And I said, are you suggesting to me that just one isn't a significant enough number? Yeah. Um, I mean, Ron, if we're you, talking it, about devastation yeah. of somebody's life. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I don't know where these people. Ruin, yeah. Yeah, financial ruin, sure yeah. The guy and his wife are probably divorced now. He was drained of his resources, obviously had some serious addictions, but we don't allow industries to be in existence in this country that prey on other people. Yeah. We're, look, we look at big tobacco. Uh, look at the uh, opioid manufacturers, the drug mm-hmm. makers. They're mm-hmm. under fire mm-hmm. for irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. And if we treated big casino outfits like we do big tobacco and big pharma, we'd say, yeah, this is not healthy for our society. You're not welcome here. And uh, I think we'd be looking at this much differently. Discharge a firearm indiscriminately, and it just kills one person, just yeah. one. Yeah. Well, you know, there was thousands that weren't hurt. You know, think of the of the foolishness of, of saying something like that would be okay. But Ron, I want us to dig into some big biblical yeah, principles yeah. before we close out this uh, program. But there's a passage that says, "Godliness with contentment is great mm-hmm. gain." Mm-hmm. And for the Christian, they should seek a godly life and to be content. There's mm-hmm. great gain in that. First Timothy six nine, on the other hand, says this: But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, mm-hmm. into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. We need to guard our souls against this desire of just getting rich like overnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, just mm-hmm. and there's. I want to make a distinction here. There's nothing there's wrong, wrong with, with being rich. Well, no, there's not. Uh, or to build wealth. Mm-hmm. I think that's a mm-hmm. virtuous thing, mm-hmm. especially as we're caring for our family and, mm-hmm. provi- and caring for our communities and mm-hmm. supporting our church and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it says those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. I would say that's an inordinate oh, desire. Absolutely. If that's yeah. what your mind is fixated mm-hmm. on, I want to mm-hmm. get rich. Yes. I want to hit that jackpot. Mm-hmm. I, my number's coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, consider this. Uh, Proverbs thirteen eleven says, dishonest money dwindles away. But he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. And I would say that, you know, dishonest money, uh, you could say it's the casino that's fooling people. <laughs> you know, they're elevating hopes yeah. and it's pie in the sky and yeah. come on and play. And yes. actually people are losing. A compound interest is a wonderful thing. You, a compound interest doesn't exist in a casino. Yeah. It's, a, it's all or nothing. And yeah. for most people, the reason the lights are on all the time is most people lose. Oh. And that's how the casinos build these glitzy and glamorous buildings, mm-hmm. and that's how they can get away free meals yeah. and give comps with Absolutely. free rooms and tickets to events. And I want to make sure that, that, that our listeners understand. You know, I've got dear friends who who are, you know, involved in, in trying to bring in, you know, revenue, trying to bring people into communities and stuff like that, who, who have – um, who I don't want to say bought into, but but are exploring the opportunities of the expanded gambling. I know their hearts, and I know they don't want anybody uh, to be ruined financially and those sort of things. I mean, I know them. So we're not suggesting that every one of the people that are involved in this are just predators and they have no heart and that sort of thing. Yet there are some in there, though, that that's exactly why they're doing it. That that uh, And the unfortunate thing is is the... We, we overlook the destruction. Uh, we're blinded by the dollar signs, and we overlook that destruction. And I don't think that you can – I don't think that's responsible to overlook the destruction no. and, and, to, and to say, well, for every, you know, for every one person who loses their fortune, 
10 people make a fortune, that's not good enough odds. No, that's not. And I think as we look at what's good for our communities, you need to look at what it does to the least of these. That means those who are prone to addiction. Mm -hmm. Does this lead to their well-being? Does Mm -hmm. this lead to the common good? Or is it fostering some of the worst parts of us, Mm -hmm. greed and envy Mm -hmm. and this get-rich-quick mentality? Mm -hmm. And uh, when you really evaluate and consider what's going on with the casino mindset, you have to come to the conclusion that they're not good for society. And that's why, by the way, Ron, Commonwealth Policy Center will be opposed to any gambling uh, expansion in Kentucky Mm -hmm. come 2020 when Mm -hmm. the legislature convenes. We will alert our listeners uh, and our uh, supporters across the state to what's going on. By the way, if you'd like to get our newsletter or our email updates, uh, just go to commonwealthpolicycenter.org. That's commonwealthpolicycenter.org, and you can sign up for updates there. Ron, we are out of time. Oh, my goodness. Hey, it's been been so good to have you uh, with Mm -hmm. us on the program this Mm -hmm. week. Thank you, buddy. God bless you, listeners. Thank you.